Praise the Lord. Okay, we're ready to go. Oh. Oh. I'm going to just go to the book of Matthew here first. And, uh, oh, get this started here. Let's go to Matthew. Oh, there we are, Matthew. Okay. About Jesus here. Let's see. I want to go to, uh, I think, 19. Let's see. Yeah, look at this. Matthew chapter 19, after G- verse 1. After Jesus finished this address, he left Galilee, circled back to see. So you see how history is? It's not like, I'm going to give you a mythical story. No, it's a complete Matthew, from beginning to end, Jesus is born, and, he's, and then he goes all the way to where he's crucified and resurrected, you know, of course. Okay. Vast crowds followed him and healed their sick, you know. Some Pharisees came to interview and tried to trap him into saying something that would ruin him. Now, do you permit divorce? Now, we're not going to talk about divorce here. You can go look it up yourself, whatever. Uh, oh, but don't, don't let that bother you. I mean, you should understand that to, divorce is just the same thing as any sin or whatever else. I mean, don't, don't th- even, I wouldn't even worry about being a sin or nothing. Just don't. Just don't worry about it. We we're all covered with Adam's sin to begin with. But see, that, that's not, anyway, let's keep reading. There's something else I want you to see here. I mean, because, no kidding, well, I'll just go ahead and say this. Jeremiah chapter 3, God got a divorce, a double divorce. He divorced two women. Yeah, he divorced Judah and Israel. They were one nation, the nation of Israel, but they're divided. You, have, you had Judah and Benjamin for two tribes. There's ten more. It's like the SEC, you know, whatever. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> they were worshiping idols, and God divorced them. <gasps> no, you have to be the loving father and just take the fall. No, you don't. Jeremiah 3. Where else? Guess what? Psalm 50, I mean not Psalm 50, Isaiah 50 says the same thing. And then remember we looked at Ezra's divorces in Nehemiah, in Ezra. Ezra had 110 divorces. Well, let's don't keep going. Let's, let's, get, let's don't go into that. But anyway, anyway, notice what he says. Don't you read the scriptures? Now look what he's saying here. He replied, in them it is written that at the beginning God created man and woman. Oh, Jesus, please. Jesus, come on, it's evolution. Well, not according to Jesus. Mm-mm. Remember, he was the one also that said before Abraham was, uh, I am. Okay, so let's, let's go back over here just a second. Let's pick, let's pick that up a second. Uh, uh, 10. Let's see. Eh, it won't be in 10, I don't think. Let's see. I'm in John's Gospel. Let's go to 11, just a second. Do you remember? No, it's not 11. This won't be. It's 9. 9. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, let's see. Hey, give me some. I want to find this. Uh, John 8. Let's see. John 8. Let's see. John chapter 8. Let's see. John chapter 8. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. Notice this in John chapter 8, verse 36. So if the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed, right? Okay. Yes, I realize you are descendants of Abraham, yet some of you are trying to kill me. Okay. Look at this. They said, Our father is Abraham. <laughs> Look what he says. No, your father's the devil. I, whoa. Well, anyway, Jesus is talking about Abraham was like he was a real person. Well, of course. That's the reason our society is, is, is a lot of pressure, even trying to be a Christian that just, we don't want to offend nobody. Well, don't, <laughs> you're probably going to have to offend somebody and stand up and say, I believe the Bible. Anyway, uh, verse 40 in John chapter 8, but instead you're trying to kill me all because I told you the truth I heard from God. Abraham wouldn't do a thing like that. No, you're obeying your real father when you act that way. They're, oh, we're not born out of wedlock. Our true father is God himself. Well, Jesus said, if God was your father, you would love me, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's keep going here. You can see he keeps talking about Abraham, whatever. Oh. Uh, then they finally, they, look at that. They actually, look, at that. that's what they said about Jesus. Well, then, now they're not being Christian-like. Well, of course they're not being Christian-like. Look what they said to Jesus. You Samaritan. 
Foreigner, devil, the Jewish leader snarled. Didn't we say all along you were possessed by a demon? Oh, my gosh. Jesus said, no, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father and you dishonor me. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going here. Uh, look at this. Look what they said. I'm jumping ahead here. They go, now we know you're possessed by a demon. Even Abraham, the mightiest prophet, died. And yet you say that obeying him will keep a man from dying. Oh, I'll tell you. That's the reason Dustin's story about Abby just turned around real quick. I'm telling you, these things are so miraculous. It's not this or that or whatever. Always just thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. God. Okay, here we go. So you're greater than our father Abraham who died? See, they were mocking him. And, the great, and, and greater than the prophets who died? Who do you think you are? Look what Jesus said. If I'm really boasting about myself, it doesn't count. But it's my father. And you claim him as your God who is saying these glorious things about me. Uh, who is saying these glorious things about me. But you do not even know him. I do. If I say otherwise, I would be a great as liar as you are. But it's true. I know him and fully obey him. Your father. Uh-oh. Boy, Jesus, you're just not being very nice. No, he's being honest. He, look what he says. I fully, your father, Abraham, rejoiced to see my day. Now think about that. Now Abraham's dead. Now wait a minute. Jesus still calls people who died alive. When we pass away, we're still here. We're still alive. We're somewhere else, but we're not here. Look at this. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. In other words, when he got here. Now watch this. He knew I was coming. What do you mean I was coming? You, were just, you just arrived when you were born. No, the Lord had been here the whole time. Think about the story the, about uh, uh, Mary. What happened? The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. What's going to happen? That which is born in you is going to be the Son of God. Okay, no. The Jewish leaders, boy, they're just, see, they're just so full of, of, of their philosophies and what they call science. You know, if they can't, you know, science is on our side. You're not even 50 years old. Sure, you've seen Abraham. Look at that. Sure, you've seen him. Look what he says. The absolute truth is, I was in existence before Abraham was born. Golly, are you kidding? Look what they did. At that point, the Jewish leaders, they said, let's get the crucifixion started. <laughs> no. Man, they picked up stones to stone him. Wow. All right, anyway, so while we're at John, let's go to, well, hang on, let's go right here a second. We're at John, look at John chapter 1, verse 1. Look at this. Before anything existed, there was Christ. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the King James says. The Word's referring to Jesus. He was always been alive and is himself God. Look at that. There's a foul right there. No, there's not for us because we know the truth. He created everything there is. Nothing exists that he didn't make. Wow. Claiming a lot of things here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's go to, hang on a second. Let's go to Colossians just a second. Colossians, here we go. Colossians chapter Chapter 1, actually. Okay, boom. Here we go. Let's go down here. Uh, this is just the emails, all that it is. Look at this. Look at verse 15. He is the exact, Christ is the exact likeness of the unseen God. Look at that. He existed before God made anything at all. And in fact, Christ himself, look at that, is the creator who made everything in heaven and earth and the things which we see and the things we can't see. The spirit world. Look at that. He created it. Now, what's funny is, We've got, and it's all about the money, and it's, or, and it's also all about we don't want God in our lives. But if you go back and look at the fossil record, okay, and you can go find this. You can Google this stuff for yourself and look up Young Earth, and you'll, you'll see the, they're angry that you believe something like this. But guess what? The, the geological column 
is a myth, if there's ever a myth. There's nowhere in the world you can go and see that geological column. They correlate it. Encyclopedia Britannica actually states, and they point it out because it's a Christian background, and they, they're saying you cannot find this anywhere in the world. It's just placed this way. So they just structure this. They say, well, what's in this structure? They say the oldest things are at the bottom. Guess what? The point is this. They're called topsy-turvy fossil. The oldest things at the bottom are still around today. Used to be trilobites. That was way down here. Well, it's wrong. They still got trilobites. You know, the alligator didn't change. He's still the same alligator that was buried in what we know, the flood. All these things are the same, but we've been taught, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. But anyway, point is, somebody's lying, and we don't need to be in church here today. If Jesus said, well, before Abraham was, I was around, and he's claiming he created everything, oh, please. Oh, yes, he did. All right, so here we go. Let's go back to Genesis just a moment here. Genesis chapter 1. When God began creating the heavens and the earth, the earth was a shapeless, chaotic mass. The Spirit of God brooding over the dark vapors. Anybody think of what happened on day one? Well, we know. Then God said, let there be light, and light appeared. And, and it, oh, notice this. And God was pleased, and he divided the light from the darkness, you know. And he called the light daytime and the darkness nighttime. Now, we know the term day and night. So you can throw out this millions of years stuff. That ain't true. This, wouldn't, this story's not even, uh, it, 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 this is a lie if it's not a real day. It's a 24-hour day. And God was pleased with it and divided the light from the dark. Yeah, but Richard, I heard the, the, the moon and the stars weren't, weren't until day four. That's right. That's why I blew that candle out. I mean, God can create, he can create lights. I'll, I'll, light, I'll relight this one. Oh, that wax is hot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nothing. That's nothing. Turn a light on to fix something. I know I can't just work during the daytime. I have to turn a light on so I can keep working on a project. So somehow we think God's lost his marbles or nothing. Okay. So here we go. Notice that the first day, and God said, let the vapors separate to form the sky above and the oceans below. Now, this is what's so interesting when you start looking at this. God didn't create, see, evolution says it was way out there. And, of course, we're scum. We're nobody. We're, don't even worry about sin because moral whatever is just something man made up. No, it's not. It's not. He started right in here and created, first turn the light on. Then now he's doing what? Separating the heavens above, not the heavens where God is. Our, you know, you've seen the picture from Apollo whatever, looking back from the moon at the earth, and you can see it. And you see it, we know it's got an atmosphere. Okay, all this kind of stuff. Covered with water. I mean, you know, our, 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 our planet is like just full of water. Okay, anyway, here we go. Let the vapor separate to form a sky above. So God made the sky dividing the vapor from the water below. This all happened on the second day. Now remember, we're not talking about Venus or anything like that. We're talking about us. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky be gathered into oceans so that the dry land will emerge. Now, remember what Jesus said in the beginning. He made a male and female. Okay? God thinks, I mean, Jesus thinks this, is, this took place. Then God named the dry land earth and the water seas, and God was pleased. And he said, let the earth burst forth with every sort of grass and seed-bearing plant and fruit trees with seeds inside the fruit so that the seeds will produce the kinds of seeds and fruits they came from. And isn't that true today? You don't plant a watermelon seed and come out with apples. It's exactly what you get. So funny, you can read books about it. Well, the, the seed germinates. You can describe all you want to, but you can't figure out what's making it do it. It's just a miracle. It's like Mel's rose bushes and stuff like that. I'm, I'm t- okay. So it was so God was pleased. This all happened on the third day. Well, if you've got plants growing, you better have what? You better have some light. 
Okay? Now, he's got light so he could see what's going on, but this is just basic gardening. Then God said, here we are. See, that was, day, that was the third day. God said, let the bright lights. Hmm. He just said light before. Now it's the bright lights appear in the sky to give light to the earth and to identify the day and night. They'll bring about the seasons of the earth. And Mark, look at that. The days and the years. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. This is millions of years. No, it's not. You don't have to be nice and try to associate yourself with you know, people who think because of that rock there. Because inside that rock, there's still evidence that this is under 10,000 years old. Anyway. God made two huge lights, the sun and the moon, to shine upon the earth, the large one, the sun, to preside over the day, and the smaller one, the moon, to preside through the night. And he also made the stars. Look at that, just also made the stars. Wow. Did you know it's all about the earth? I love looking at the nighttime sky. And Oh, I was watching, because I I know where uh, Jupiter is at night. It's pretty bright right over here. And I watched it passing a star, and it was like, uh, it was like this was... This was Jupiter right here. I was watching it back in April, and there was a star right here. Well, now it's over here, you know, because Jupiter's moving, okay? It's not, but what's funny is these stars back here, they're still there. Do you know the Big Dipper's been around since my dad showed me it was a Big Dipper? North Star's been there since, gosh, you can go back so far and, the, and remember the constellations and all this. People have known about They're not moving, but yet they are. But they're just perfect for our position, and we can still navigate if we're whatever. And you can actually navigate your car if you get turned around. You go, oh gosh, I'm so turned around. You're in the woods at night. You can get you can get turned around. You go, well, wait a minute. I see that scorpion thing over there. I know where I'm at now. Or if you see that kite, it's so funny. The kite. If you look, I call it the kite. It's really Orion's belt. Looks like a kite to me. It's pointing north. It's pretty obvious which way are you flying that thing. You can figure out. Thank God, it's pointing north. It helps you here. It's not like, well, it helps all those people on other planets. Well, I know there's life out there. According to this, there's not. There's nothing out there but God. So anyway, here we go. Uh, and divide the light from the darkness. And God, let's see, yeah, those, two, those two huge lights. And remember, it's so funny because when you think about it and, and, and when you look at some history and some uh, science about the moon, you know, <laughs> we're losing the moon at a certain rate. It's getting further and further away. There's no way that it could be here for billions of years. There's no way. Anyway, Jesus said God created this. And God said that the waters teem with fish and other life and let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea animals of every sort of fish and every kind of bird. I saw this the other day because I was looking up dinosaur evidence again, which is really great. Some good, some really wonderful stuff. But in the meantime, they'll try to say, well, oh, they're, they're go, oh. explanation for the dinosaurs, they slowly migrated into birds. Rib cages backwards. I mean, excuse me, the hips are backwards. Won't work. When do the hips switch? When are we going to talk about that? You fools. You're just fools. This is the truth. You know, to believe the other stuff is like jumping off a cliff thinking there's water down there. Well, I just believe it anyway. It's concrete. Come on. Use your head. You know, you should be able to replicate it. Plus, where are the transitional fossils? I mean, the transitional, you know, things, right? There's nothing transitional. Wow. Anyways, here we go. Uh, multiply and stock the oceans. This is fish and birds. That ended the fifth day. Five days. Well, I tell you what, our God is something. Isn't he, he something? Now, remember Jesus said this is what happened. Remember Jesus said he did it. Wow. God said that the earth bring forth every kind of animal, cattle, reptile of every kind, wildlife. And it was so. God made all sorts of wild animals and cattle and reptiles, and God was pleased. And God said, let's make a man. Huh. Look at that. Someone like ourselves. To be the master of all life and upon the earth and in the skies and the sea. So God made man like his maker. God did God, excuse me, like God did God make man. 
Man and maid, did he make them? Boy, I tell you, we're getting deeper and deeper into this lie. Make, make, make. I mean, come on, Lord. It was just a... No, it was none of this. Out of nothing. you know. And God blessed them and told them, Multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. You are masters of the fish and birds and all the animals. And look, I've given you the seed-bearing plants throughout the earth and all the fruits, trees for your food. And I've given all the grass and the plants and animals and the birds for their food. Uh, and God looked over all he had made, and it was excellent in every way. Look at that. That ended the sixth day. Wow. So, now at last, chapter 2, now at last the heavens and earth were successfully completed with all they contained. So on the seventh day, having finished the task, God ceased his work he'd been doing. And God blessed the seventh day. So that's where that word Sabbath comes from. Okay? Okay, anyway. <clears throat> God blessed the seventh day, declared it holy, because it was the day when he ceased this work of creation. Now, if you go back and look up the word week, we are so in bed with this word week. We've used it for thousands of years. This is where it comes from. Why don't we switch to something else? It's because this is where it comes from. Praise the Lord. Man. Seven days. Seven days. Wow. Okay. Here's a summary of the creation of the heavens and earth when the Lord God made them. There was no plants or grain sprouting upon the earth at first, for the Lord didn't send any rain, nor was there anyone to farm the soil. Well, I guess not. There's not but two. And actually, according to this, there was nobody as yet. This is a recap. However, water welled up from the ground at certain places and flowed across the land. Well, that would do it. The time came when the Lord God formed a man's body from the dust of the ground. God, Lord, you, I wish you hadn't put this stuff in here because I have to defend this before my atheist friends and, and they don't believe that, you know. I'm with this, you know. I remember Ray Stevens had a song, you know, and it was, uh, anyway, but it's funny and, they, and you hear it all the time, ashes to ashes, dust to, this is where this comes from, okay. And he breathed into the breath of life and man became a living person. I mean, it's so funny, you know, and you watch, uh, Oh, oh, I forget what those guys. Young Dr. Frankenstein, what's his name? Oh, I, and he, I've created life. You know, nobody has. It's unexplainable except for this. You know. Oh, anyway, the Lord God planted a garden in Eden to the east. Placed in the garden, the man he formed. The Lord God planted all sorts of beautiful trees there in the garden. Trees producing the choices of fruit. At the center of the garden, he placed the tree of life and also the tree of conscience, giving the knowledge, giving knowledge of good and bad. Notice, look at how wonderful this stuff is. Okay. A river from the land of Eden flowed through the garden to water it. Afterward, the river divided into four branches. Watch these branches. See if any we recognize. One of these is named Pishon. It winds along the entire length of the land of Havilah, where nuggets... Is he serious? Yeah. Of pure gold. Don't feel bad about gold. God created gold. Look what he says. Wow. Pure gold are found. Also, bdellium and even lapis lazuli. You can look up rings now on eBay. Lapis lazuli. The second branch is called Gihon, crossing the entire length of the land of Cush. The third is the, uh-oh, I know that one. Yeah. So we know sort of the vicinity where this place was. Whoa. It flows along the east of the river of Ash, east of the city of Asher, and the fourth is the Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden as its gardener to tend and care for it. But the Lord God gave, this man this, gave the man this warning. You may eat any fruit in the garden except the tree. Fruit from the tree of conscience, for its fruit will open your eyes, make you aware of right and wrong, good and bad. If you eat its fruit, you'll be doomed to die. That's the reason it's important to, you know, if we think millions of years. See, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter uh, 5 that death came by sin. So it's a huge difference. Just saying, well, it's an evolution, billions and billions of years. There was no death. There was no death until Adam sinned. But see, of course, if you believe in evolution, 
then it's easy. You don't have to believe in God. You don't have to believe in see how, see how nice it is. We're not responsible. There's certainly not going to be no judgment. Huh. If you, when you're dead, you're dead. It's okay. So just eat, drink, be happy because there's nothing to worry about. Uh, yeah, there's something to worry about. Praise the Lord. If God created this place, then we need to find out why he did this and what's my purpose here. And there is a purpose. Praise the Lord. It's beautiful. He created all this wonderful stuff. And he told them, hey, don't eat of this thing or you'll be doomed to die. And the Lord God said, isn't it good for man to be alone? Look at that. I'll make for him a companion for him, a helper suited for his needs. You know, if you're single or whatever or worried about trying to find somebody, you should don't it. Just like Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. God even says, well, you don't need to be by yourself. You've got to have somebody. Anyway, the Lord God formed every from the soul every kind of animal and bird and brought them to man to see what he would call them. God still keeps saying he formed all these things. Yeah. And guess what? They've not, not a one of them has changed. They're still the same. Dig them up today, no matter where you are, whatever they are, they're all still the same. Okay, anyway. The Lord God formed from the soul every kind of animal bird, brought them to man to see what he'd call them. Whatever he called them, that was their name. But there was no proper helper for the man. The Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep and took one of his ribs, closed up the place which he had removed it, and made the rib into a woman. <laughs> he lost me here. This, this is stupid. There's just no way. Jesus said in the beginning, he made a male and female. Oh, man, Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. Oh, God, what am I going to do? Just believe it. Believe it. Ask the Lord about this stuff. Okay? I mean, it's not about me. I wouldn't ridicule anybody. People can believe what they want to. But I'm just telling you, this is what's behind this. Anyway, Adam said, this is it. She is Part of my own bone and flesh. Well, she was. Her name is woman. Look at this. Because she was taken out of a man. Wow. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother, joined into his wife in such a way that the two become one person. That's what Jesus was quoting. And remember, he just said, haven't you read the scriptures? Now, although the man and his wife were both naked, neither of them were embarrassed or ashamed. Now, uh, I want to go to the book of Romans just a second. Let me get there just a second. Let's go back over here to Romans. Uh... It's just a letter to a, like a church like us. That's all it was. Paul wrote. Here it is, Romans. I'm going to go to, let's see. Yeah, one. Let's go back right here. Uh, let's see. Here we go. In Romans chapter 1 here, uh, let's see. Look at verse 18. But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, evil men who push away the truth from them. I wonder what the truth is. Watch this. For the truth about God is known in them instinctively. See, they really know. They really know. We've got churches everywhere. We're trying to tell people. But people, even if they got the finger in their ears, it's still on the inside of them. What is it? Since earliest times, men have seen the earth and sky. Look at this. And all God made and have known of his existence. Well, it's just your version. No, they know who he really is. These gods don't share. It's like Mississippi State and Alabama. We do not share our fans. We are <laughs> we're two different things. There's no other gods. There's only one God. Anyway, since they've known earliest times, they've seen the earth and sky and all God made and have known of his existence and eternal power. So they will still have no excuse when they stand before God at judgment day. <gasps> really? Yeah, but I don't. But see, I'm, I'm privileged, Richard. See, I don't believe in a judgment day. <laughs> It don't matter. You don't believe in doing 55 miles an hour out there? Yeah, you just keep cruising at 100 and see what happens. You'll start believing in the speed limit. It's true. Anyway, yes, they knew about him all right. 
but they wouldn't admit, admit it or worship Him or even thank Him. Look at that, for His daily care. Now, we Christians can fall into that category sometimes. We just forget, oh, I need to be praying about everything. Yeah, we think it's, you know, we, we've, taught, we've been taught the evolution, we've been taught it's this, we've gotten fallen for the trap of the medical stuff. What do you mean the trap of the medical stuff? Well, think about it. It's like when Dustin was talking about it. Thank God Dustin knew he's got the power of the Lord when you're far away from Atlanta First St. Jude's Hospital or whatever. you got to have some help. The Lord is not fair. I should never got on that plane. No, don't worry about that. The Lord will take care of you. Think about the stories in the Bible. Paul was in a similar situation in a boat. He gets off the boat. And then a stupid snake bites him. And that snake was supposed to kill him in just a few minutes because everybody was watching him going, yep. He did yet. <laughs> What's going on? And then all of a sudden, Paul starts healing people. He didn't die. Yeah, but Richard, we had to have that story to make people, especially kids, make kids start thinking about Jesus. Oh, please. Get the miracles going constantly in your life. You won't have any trouble telling anybody about Jesus because you can't shut up. You're going, praise God, I got that spider the other day. Praise God, my boat works. Praise God, my car works. Praise God, my health is fine. Praise. You can't shut up. Anyway, but the, oh, they, the, look at these people. The result was their foolish minds. Uh, look at the, And after a while, they began thinking up silly ideas. Oh, here we are in America. Look at this. Silly ideas of what God was like and what he wanted them to do. The result was that their foolish mind became dark and confused, claiming themselves to be wise without God. I don't need him. They became, whoops, they became utter fools instead. Look at that. And instead of worshiping the glorious and ever-living uh, God, they took wood, stone, and made idols for themselves, carving them up to look like mere birds and animals and snakes and puny men. God let them go ahead. And see, that's where we see in the Scriptures, the story of it. just goes downhill fast. Anyway, so let's go back over here again. Oh, oh, before I leave this, hang on a second. So, he's still telling this story, but let me jump ahead a little bit. Look at this in the fifth chapter. Look at verse 12. When Adam said... <laughs> We don't need the fairy tales. It wasn't a fairy tale. You know, Jesus called himself Ben Adam. Son of man, actually. He was saying son of Adam is what he would say. Or second Adam, you could say. When Adam sinned, sin entered the entire human race. His sin spread death. No, 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 wait, wait. Things were dying. No, they weren't. It was perfect. Oh, wow. Now I see it. His sin spread death throughout all the world so that everything began to grow old. No, no, no. It's a circle of life. No, no, no. It was never supposed to be that way. Think about how foolish it would be for us to go to heaven now if it was just designed to be this way. Well, are we going to do it again? No, we're going where there's no tears. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's no death. Well, how are we going to have no death? Well, when you realize the story, you can get it. Jesus broke death when he come back. He told them, he met Mary and them on the way back after they came racing from the tomb after they talked to those angels. All of a sudden, Jesus is standing there and the living Bible is so wonderful. Jesus says, good morning. <laughs> good morning. And they're just going, oh man, oh wow. And they clung to him because everything he touched turned to gold. He'd rescued all their problems, done wonderful things for them and all of a sudden they thought he died and all of a sudden he's alive again. That's why our Religion, shall we say, is different than anybody else's. It's not because we just, well, I even heard them on news. Some, some people, bless their heart, they're just trying to be socially correct or what are politically correct. They don't, they don't want to say that they believe in the resurrection. They want to say, yes, we believe Jesus died. But they don't want to say Jesus was resurrected. Oh, my gosh. That, that, it's the, anyway, it's the crux of it.
believe God raised him from the dead. Anyway, when God, and when Adam sinned, sin entered the human race. His sin, this is Romans chapter 5, verse 12, spread death throughout the world. So everything began to grow old and die. <gasps> Look at this, for all have sinned. Actually, we were partakers of that death. We know that it was Adam's sin that caused this. Yeah, but I thought, see, you were already tainted before you got here. Man. Because uh, although, of course, people were sinning from the time of Adam to Moses, God didn't in those days judge them guilty for breaking his laws because he hadn't yet given his laws nor told them what he wanted to do. So their bodies died. So when their bodies died for their sins, okay, here we go. Let's keep going. Ah, uh, let's see. So when look at this. So when their bodies died, look at this. It was not for their own sins. What? It was because of Adam. Now, we've blown it too, but you've got to see that you had a flat tire when you started. Wow. So since they themselves had never disobeyed God's special law, eating the forbidden fruit, as Adam did. What a contrast. Look at this. What a contrast between Adam and Christ, who was yet to come. And what a difference between man's sin. Look at this in God's forgiveness. For this one man, Adam, for this one man, Adam, brought death to many through his sin. But this one man, remember that was caused to grow old and die, okay? Oh, let's see. Uh, But this one man, Jesus Christ, notice it was one man, Adam, that gave you the flat tire already. Man, my bike's got a flat on it. Where'd that come from? Well, it's your fault. No, it came from Adam. Okay. But this one man, here's another guy named Jesus. What did he do? Well, he came just to say shame, shame, shame on all the shame, 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 shame. Y'all need to live better. What would even bother bringing Jesus? Why'd he die? He just tell us how to live. What did he die for? He died because Adam had to die. The penalty was death. And Jesus, as a ransom, we watched all kind of movies and TV shows. Got to pay $100,000 or you'll never get your daughter back. We know what ransom is. That's what happened here. This one man brought forgiveness to many through God's mercy. One, Adam's one sin, one sin. Brought the penalty of death to many. While Christ freely takes away many sins and gives glorious life. See, that's eternal life. This sin, this sin, excuse me, the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death, look at that, to be king over all. See, when you catch this, you'll quit worrying about your mistakes. You know you're going to make some. But you'll realize it was, uh The one that had me to start with was what happened in the garden. But, of course, that was a mythological story. No, it wasn't either. You know, they found some more dinosaur living tissue now. They're going to keep finding more. Not supposed to be any living tissue. They already got a T-Rex with living tissue. I mean, they found blood cells and stuff in that thing. They're they're scratching their head. Well, we know. What do you mean we know? Yeah, we know 60 million years. (laughs) It's not been 60 million years. Look at all your pictures when you see a picture of a dragon. (laughs) Notice them fingers. Why does it have three up there? In all nations, why do they have three? And go look at a real T-Rex. Three. Man, the Inca stones is what gets me. I'm like, good grief, burial stones. They got a, And there's over 50,000 of these things. Just look up Inca stones or burial stones. Then they got, then they got tapestry and stuff or whatever, a little, oh, what do you call it, just material stuff, supposed to be 1,000 years old. I mean, we know, we know when, the, when that tribe was here. And there's doggone dinosaurs on that thing. And they look like the dinosaurs we see in the books. And they're trying to say somebody made those things. 
Look, I don't need any help. I can watch people get raised from the dead. I can tell them my stories. I don't need stories about dinosaurs to prove Jesus. You know, that's not it. We've got other kind of miracles. But people are hiding behind that going, well, whoa, where'd the dinosaurs come from? You know, they couldn't fit on Noah's Ark. Yeah, they could. The little ones. You get the baby ones, they're more fertile anyway. Anyway, praise the Lord. Besides that, the Bible refers to them as dragons in the Bible. Because the word dinosaur was not invented until 1800s or something like that. It's not in anybody's dictionary. It just means terrible lizard. That's what dinosaur means, terrible lizard. Okay. Anyway. Adam's one sin brought the penalty of death. While Christ freely takes away our sins and gives glorious life. The sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to be king over all. But all who will take God's gift of forgiveness and acquittal are kings of life. See how you stop all that stuff? Wow, because of this one man. Now, I'm going to say this. Let's go further. Yeah, well, I, I, I made mistakes too. It doesn't matter. Jesus takes away your mistakes too. He took care of the one mistake that Adam had. <coughs> Look at this. Yes, Adam's sin brought punishment to all. Oh, I don't know what the punishment is. Uh, hello, death. You get old. That's the reason some of you that have already lost your moms and dads, when you see them in heaven, guess what? They're not going to be old. Hey, let, me, let me give you for instance. If you draw a picture in your mind what Hollywood says God looks like, what does he look like? Big old gray beard. No, he's not. He's glorious, 30-year-old looking person. When he made Adam and Eve, they were glorious looking. They were not old and creepy, you know. <clears throat> wow. Yes, Adam brought punishment to all, but Christ's righteousness makes men right with all. Look at that, so that they can live. That's now, that's that's just how it affects you. And when you start beginning to realize that, okay, Revelation 3, written to a church, that's what this picture was derived from. Jesus is standing at my door because he says, if any man will open the door, this is a Christian. Man, I have to keep that door open. I, man, I, I'll just forget and I'll go, oh, you know, oh, pray, Richard, pray. And I go, oh, yes, right before I go in where I need to be, <laughs> Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. And then I see that life take place. He just helps me. Praise the Lord. Anyway, Adam caused many to be sinners because he disobeyed God. And Christ, uh, and Christ caused many to be acceptable, because, acceptable to God because he obeyed. Do you see what your position was? Nothing. Adam messed you up. Well, then how am I going to get out of this mess? I thought it was me. Well, yeah, you added to it, but it didn't matter. You were already messed up. Well, how am I going to get out? Another good guy showed up by the name of Jesus who created this guy. He said, I'll, I, God loved Adam. And he said, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to take care of this for you. And he did it. He did it himself. Praise the Lord. Look at this. Verse 10, verse 20. The Ten Commandments were given. Why? So that we could all see the extent of their failure to obey God's law. The more we see our sinfulness, the more we see, look at this, the more we see God's abounding grace forgiving us. Before sin ruled over all men and brought them to death. But now God's kindness rules, giving us right standing with God. And the result is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Man, that eternal life, just uh, we need to stop. But it, it, that eternal life, it actually threw you right back in the garden again. Praise the Lord. Anyway, Father, we just thank you for your word today. We just thank you, Lord. If we're not feeling good, you'll take care of that. Hallelujah. Just like Abby or anybody else not feeling good or Mel when they were on travel, you'll fix it. Praise the Lord. You're there to help. Hallelujah. We know we've blown it. We have no help without you. So healing's no problem. Praise the Lord. David said, who forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Oh, we just trust you. We believe you, Lord. You created my stomach. You can fix it. You created my body. You can fix it. Same thing's true financially. Doesn't matter about finances. Same thing. That river where nuggets of pure gold are found. Hallelujah. 
And Lord, if it's not that, it's not this or whatever, it's just some other problem we see coming. Well, praise the Lord. You created everything. You can certainly take care of that problem, whatever it is. And that didn't leave anything left but for us to keep records and tell others what great things you've done in our life. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord.